Well, hello everyone. Welcome to episode 27. It's the ENS Football Podcast. We have a Wolves FA Cup special for the third time this season. Bring on the Premier League clubs. Uh, Chelsea, Chelsea come to town, uh, to Molyneux, and who else better to discuss the big game and take a look back at the week that was than the face of Wolves himself, Mr. Timothy Spears. Tim, how are we? I don't like, I don't like the face of Wolves. Why? You are the face of Wolves. I mean, I'm not in in any in any way. But but you're our, you're, you're our face. You're the people's face. Mm. <laughs> bad bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't really plug Twitter addresses on here, so I, I know some people do get in touch with you um, in a positive way as well do as they? a negative way. But we'll to come on that. to that later on. Um, yeah. Twitter address for the people who don't know. Uh, oh, what is it? Oh goodness me! Uh, oh no, Tim underscore Spears S P I E R S underscore Star. And. Joining and, him, and here we go. joining him for his second appearance Back after quite popular demand, quite stunning first debut. I think probably the best debut we've ever had on the podcast. In, Except in, for us, yeah, well, obviously, yeah, yeah, it goes without saying. Um, digital journalist and massive West Brom fan, it's Andy Turton. <laughs> He's back. Um, Twitter address, Andy. I. Turton, T-U-R-T-O-N, Lovely. underscore star. So please just, you know, flood me with tweets and positive, you know. Positive reinforcement and energy. Energy, I mean. I yeah. think you're wearing, you're wearing kind of like a maroon jumper today. So I, I'm yeah. still doing the Valentine's feel. We're still on a bit of a Valentine's podcast. How, how was your Valentine's Day? How did you spend it? Who was a special person? What, what, what did you lavish them in? Lavish them in? Wow, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> Sadly, X, X-rated it, podcast, uh, it, it was for it was with a meal for one. Sadly, oh, yeah, no. there was violins playing. I was a little bit tearful, you know. <laughs> Is it like um, Dinner Day, that show where, where oh, if you don't yeah, get yeah. picked, which one of these shows that's trash, but you end up watching four and a half hours of it on your day off, <laughs> where they're just left with this microwave meal if they don't get picked on the doorstep? Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Thanks for painting that beautiful picture <laughs> of my uh, of my love life there. That's four, four and a half hours dinner date. So just, just halfway through the last episode, you're just like, I can't, can't <laughs> take this anymore. Well, I know what's going to happen. I know who's going to get chosen, so there's no point. Uh, Tim, Valentine's Day for you. Mm, How was I, it? It was great. I spent it with a real, a real dream boat. <laughs> Go on. Uh, yeah, just a, a real, real hunk of a man. Oh yeah, yeah, Paul yeah. Lambert. Oh, Paul L. Paul L. In the house. No, I was sat with you, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah. Was pretty depressing L. Valentine's oh, Day. It was wasn't absolutely it? horrendous. Uh, the worst, the worst Feb fourteen of my life. Oh, it was. And, then, and then you know, there's been some, hasn't there? And that was before the game kicked off. Hey. <laughs> uh, I took the missus out last night. Did you? Um, as a belated Valentine's, because she was working as well. You like this? Went to Carter's Mosley. Very, very good. Oh, Plug, yeah, by yeah. the way. Yeah, I do want to go there. Delicious, absolutely excellent. Um, what do so they do? What's Carter's? It's kind of like Michelin starry food. It's a six-course meal, but all very small plates. Delicious. Um, step up from Nando's then? Yeah, a little step up from, from a little bit of Piri Piri. Small plates. Small plates, yeah. Yeah, definitely don't go if you really want to get, you know, don't stomachs Don't want to say you big, big, big plate like Alan Partridge. <laughs> <laughs> It'll look even small. Plate. But I didn't realise that my brother gave me some tokens for it until we were on the, on the way out the door. So tokens? Wrapped, what is this, Burger King? It was, it was like, uh, like for Christmas present, he gave me vouchers, tokens, whatever it right. is. So by the end of it, I did it as a food review as well. So the bill came use the vouchers, and then get some money back that I'm doing a food review, I actually made 20 quid on the night. What? That is a result. That is a result. I don't think when the boss is here, them expenses just not going for it. Yeah, probably not. Probably not going to happen, are they? Yeah. Happy days. Um, So so enjoyable Valentine's, and we're we're discussing that because I'm going to ask each of you your your Valentine's. Who who do you want to send a Valentine to? Who's your Valentine this year at West Brom and Wolves? Doesn't have to be the best player. Doesn't have to be the best, you know, the top goal scorer. Just who's your Valentine? We'll come to that in a minute. Um, We've got an action-packed show. Of course, we'll have a look back um, at at West Ham, uh, Newcastle and Wigan. uh, uh. Uh, We'll have Lambert Watch. Ricky, 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 um, massive in. Um, we'll have a preview. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Is it a good one? Yeah, yeah. Well, it always is. Always cracking. Can't wait for that. <laughs> preview Chelsea and um, abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Abuse oh, of the week. We've got a spare hour. For that this week. <laughs> <laughs> Action-packed abuse of the week this week. Um, we'll have a quiz, and of course, we'll have our predictions. But like I say, Valentine's Day. 
I'm still in the mood. I'm still in the mood for loving. You Who's still in the mood for bloody Halloween? I, yeah, I am, I am, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I do. You love a manufactured occasion, don't you? Absolutely do. I love a Clinton's card shop. <laughs> um, so, let's go Tim first. Let's go to Tim first. Tim, who's your... By the way, I've got... I've guessed both of your Valentines this season. I've got it on, the, on one of the pages, so I'm trying to see if it's the person who you will choose. Who you got love for this season? Who's your Valentine of the season? Tim Spears. Uh, this isn't my answer, but I have got... I've got a lot of man love for Dave Edwards. I okay. Think he's a phenomenal human being. Yeah. Um, just, just stature make, or physique? Both. Yeah. Um, Chiseled. You know, makes... Are we talking appearance here? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, just, okay, right. <laughs> just to double check. Yeah. But I just think you know, makes the most of his ability. Yeah. Um, got a lot of love for Wolves, mm -hmm. and he's getting he's getting a lot of love from the fans as well recently. They've started singing his name. Wow. Um, but my choice would be I, I, I swoon over this player. Okay, swoon. It's a great um, word, underused. For, honestly, the first time first time I saw him play, July two thousand fifteen. I might have mentioned this podcast before, actually. Uh, pre-season tour in France. Yeah. And uh, there was an 11 v 11. Uh, it was the first day. 11 v 11? It was the first day of training. Yeah. Okay. I turned up just after it started, because it was difficult to find, in the middle of nowhere in France. And mm. there, yeah, Wolves well, were already training, 11 v 11. And there was, this, there was this kid sat on the sidelines, and literally a kid, and I thought it was somebody's son. Yeah. Or maybe someone on work experience. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Carried on watching, and then suddenly this kid takes to the field, uh, literally ghosts past two players like like they're not there, mm. and then smacks a twenty yarder just wide. Oh, I was like, who the hell is that? Who is that person? Oh, it's, it's Connor Ronan. Connor Ronan, oh, Tim Spears Valentine. Connor Ronan. Honestly, he's just he's just beautiful to watch. Wow. He like really, his, his technique is is better than anybody in the squad. He he never gives the ball away. He he's he's majestic. Oh. I'm in, loving in, this. In possession. Boxes, can we can we can we put some music over this? The way he caresses a football, I would oh. I would love to be touched like that. I really would. Wow, this is great <laughs> analogy. <laughs> loving this band. This is this is better than I ever thought it would be. Oh, yeah. Anyway, he's fi uh, fans have finally started to see him now. He's in the first team. Uh, he started three league games. I give him eight out of ten in every game, mm -hmm. and nothing anyone's argued with me. He's been fantastic. Well, you love him. Eighteen oh. years old. Massive 10, future. In the Ninety games. minutes. Blooming hell. Absolutely, Blooming hell, yeah. So, yeah, that's my answer. So, Tim Spears, Valentine, 2016-17, it's Connor Ronan. I bet you didn't guess that, did you? Uh, well, we'll see We'll see our predictions later on. Might have done me there. Um, and Andrew Turton, who is your Valentine, your West Brom Valentines of 2016-17? Now, there's been many. West Brom... Uh, I know there's been many. Been Don't many. you worry about that. You know, we've got, you know, we've got gorgeous lads. We've got Ben Foster, you know. We've got the main man, Darren Fletcher, holding yep. it all together in the middle, you know. But for me, it's a guy, often been an unsung hero, but for me, he's just a true dreamboat. It's Craig Dawson. Craig Dawson, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Left field. <laughs> right back, now centre-back. Honestly, he was he was kept off to the sidelines. He wasn't brought into the bosom yeah. of the team for so long. He, he'd been kept on there. I'm right keeping back. you two on this podcast. Right this is brilliant. Back for so long. Now brought into the middle, Yeah. standing tall, majestic, grown as a man. Honestly, man, I just took my breath away a little bit, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I didn't need to spend a bit of time on his own. Oh dear, Craig Dawson and Connor Ronan. Good answer. Very good answers. Um, my predictions were, oh, previously written down, Connor Ronan! No, sure. And Matt Phillips. Oh, oh, oh see, man, oh. Matty, you know, Matty is the main guy, the big man, but... <laughs> He's a big boy. I'm, I'm really impressed I'm, you got that. I'm, really I'm rooting you got for that. the outside, that's why. So I got a 50. I feel I'm quite, I'm quite impressed. That's that's not a bad, that's not a bad effort. One and two. Enjoyed that segment. That might get brought back in in 365 days time potentially. Yeah. Um, okay, so quick look back. West Brom, Albion. We did discuss last week, or I discussed. I know you weren't on there uh, last week. That West Ham was a good test for them. They've, they've beaten the teams they're supposed to beat. They've lost the teams they're supposed to lose to. West Ham are pretty much on par with them this season. So I guess a draw was inevitable, but but quite an entertaining one. Yeah, massively. But you know what a performance in the end to come back, show that fighting spirit to get back. You know after uh, you know a couple of fantastic goals from West Ham actually mm. to be honest. And uh, I just thought you go into the London Stadium. It was the first trip down there. It needed to show uh, the Albion that we could go to these London clubs and perform on a good mm. stage, and uh, and we did so, and it was brilliant, to be honest. 
uh, Slavon Bilic wasn't too happy, was he? He threw that mic on the floor, didn't yeah. he? Uh, mic drop. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> mic drop. drop. So it's the Pulis factor, you know. He's got it's the eyes, you know. He does this to other managers. Mm. We saw it with Mark Hughes the other week, you know. It's been real testy between them pair, and now he's he's got something bu- bubbling up inside the uh, the main man at West Ham, and uh, uh, you know, but uh, it's just the Pulis factor for me. It's it really is, and I don't think they get enough credit that sometimes that they deserve but this is a really really good season isn't it for, it, for Albion it's a fantastic season it's a great run um, you know to continue with the consistency over all these weeks um, it, it, it's just shown how far the progression has been uh, this season you know in, in previous games like that you would have collapsed mm-hmm. um, especially uh, you know with the quality of goals that West Ham scored and I just think that uh, it's just showing how well we're performing at the moment what's uh, what's your target what, what would you be happy with as far as league position, well, eighth. Yeah, spot on. To be yeah. honest, you know, I, I think it's a bit of a. I think we're potentially overperforming a little bit mm. in terms of relatively where you'd say we were up against teams like West Ham, who've got these sort of uh, sure. players. But I think that naturally, uh, you know, it's been a fantastic season, and if we could finish eighth in Prime, yeah, it's if with with Champions League and the top four, and then Europa League, and then the, you know people in the FA Cup, the EFL Cup. Is there a scenario where eighth would be good enough for a, for a European spot? Uh, potentially, I think there is, isn't there? If um, if let's say let's say one of the top six, let's well, Man, let's say Man United win the win EFL really, Cup, yeah, exactly. and let's say that I don't know Chelsea or Man City win the FA Cup. Mm. There's top four places of the Champions League. I think there's two, one or two for the Europa League. Yeah. If there's two, then it will go down to seventh and eighth. Yeah, if, you know, I would have. Didn't they get rid of one of those cup places though? If, if, if you're a cup runner-up. A runner-up, yeah, but what I'm saying is a winner. If you're a winner. I don't think if you're a runner-up you can get in now. I think it goes to the next one in the league, for sure. I think eighth might be enough. I think... Mm. No, you think seventh? Yeah, I think... Yeah, I, I, th- I think we want to go for the fair play league, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, but, but I think the, the thing is, if we, if we got into Europe, which would be like dreamland for the Albion... Sure. Um, I don't know whether the squad would particularly cope at the stage that mm. it's at, at the moment. You need mm. to bring in some numbers. If you're suddenly, you've seen how many other teams who've finished in those sort of positions, Southamptons, the Swansea's, these sort of clubs. You know, you just fall away all, yeah. all of a sudden because yeah. you haven't got the squad depth to play Thursday Sunday games. Oh. Yeah, it would be a big curveball for next season. Oh, it? massive, massive. Oh, we were talking in, we... in a good way though. Oh yeah. Know. Well, geez, yeah. that's what the game's all about. But, yeah, of course it is. I Going mean... on a European tour. Oh, but well, that'd be fantastic. Pakistan to, tour. To, to TNS and back. Yeah. Back is to Bruges. You'd be brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, Blues absolutely loved it, didn't they? When they when they did it, and I'm sure Southampton have had fun going to bloody Inter Milan this season. Mm. No, it's what it's mm. all about. It's of course it is. And, and, and look, I'm sure every Baggies fan will be delighted if they if they go on European tour and they'll, and they'll take 14th for the season or whatever and just have a good go. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't care about that, do they? No, about, no, I think no. that's that's important. Well, look, after the so long not mm. having that sort of success, so long not having been up this high in the top division of English football, you've, yeah. got, to, you've got to embrace every mm-hmm. single minute of it, whatever happens. It's quite strange if you're looking at the Premier League table because normally it's all bunched and they are bunched at the top and at the bottom. But Baggies are in like this no man's land of five points, five points away from Everton in seventh, and then five points separating them and, and West Ham um, and Stoke. I think in, yeah, yeah. in in ninth and tenth. It's yeah. quite strange that they're all on their own. There's no one, no one caressing them. Let's say caressing after today. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's uh, sort of it, we have flew under the radar a little bit. Yeah. You know, they're still not had that massive sort of national attention at the Albion really because. Like you said, there's been no sort of uh, um, there's been a big gap in the league, and and uh, we've we've beaten Stoke the other week. You've really put the sort of uh, gap in place. Now. Mm. Come on, Galkin, like get get your get your checkbook out. Let's have let's have some big name signings, and we we discussed it today. I think earlier on this morning in the office, and it's, it's all well and good talk talk the talk, but they've got to walk the walk at some point, and they need they need to to, to push the trigger at some point, don't they? Well, I'm still a bit of a Bairstonoidling, really, to be honest. You know that low bid of mm. what about 13 million was Derogatory. it? Oh God, you know it was never going to sort of ignite the guy. If you if you're coming from West uh, from Man United, why on earth would you think? Oh yeah, I'll have mm. a trip down to the Orphans. Well, they've spent almost almost doubling him a year earlier. It's it's it's. it's, it's 
It's a bit embarrassing, really. Of course, for, it was. For, 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 Man, if, you were never and, and, and concerning if if that's if that's what the club really estimated as well. Well, like uh, the the only fear is are they putting uh, like you said before different smaller bids in just to put the assumption across that you're actually uh, uh, in the in the market for these players when actually they've got no intention really of being super serious about it. You know what I mean? But they're saying, oh well, we we were in for them just just for keeping appearances and it looks nice in a headline or two. Mm. Which the NS will pick up, mm-hmm. obviously, because it fills a bit of space. Um, thanks, Turts. Enjoyed that. Bit of, bit of West Brom. That's probably the last West Brom we'll, we'll discuss today, unfortunately, for you. It's going to be all Wolves from now whoa, on. Whoa. Boing, but, boing. but, <laughs> boing, boing. But, um, obviously, glad that you're here and glad that you can um, contribute because you are. You, are, you, like, you like a bit of Wolves as well, don't you? You, know, you don't hate them, do you? I don't hate them. I mean, you know, you, you just have to give what you can to yeah. the Wolves, really. You know, I mean, <laughs> League One sort of on the beckoning oh, on the horizon oh, a little bit, and we need to sort of bring up the quality of the football. It's Space else, steaming really, here, steaming. You know? So it's um, it's a tough time, and I'm here for support. Okay, <laughs> I'm too angry to speak. <laughs> Well, you'd have to speak because it's going to be a pretty average I've got podcast. I've nothing to say to him, so I just haven't. I just haven't. The last few years, he's, uh, the Albion have got it. I'll just suck from a baggies mug in the corner. Mate. Yeah, you do. You <laughs> sup away. Um, enjoy your rest for, for a few minutes. Tim, Wolves, since we last spoke, two games. Nil point, um, 18th in the table. I think that's where Zenga left them 18th, was it? Zenga. 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 the Premier. Premier. <laughs> um, six points off Wigan, who have now done the double over them. It's not been a good few days, has it? No. To put it mildly. No. Well, they had these five home games in a row and it looked like a real you know, opportunity. Uh, but they haven't grasped it at all, I'm afraid. To, um, I thought they played all right against Newcastle. I thought they were unlucky. Obviously, with the referee, um, that, that's what's cost them the game at the end of the day. I thought, they were, I thought they were slightly the better team, had more of the ball, created the better chances. Uh, but the refs cost them, I'm afraid. I mean, uh, you know, the, I was really surprised at the reaction on... On Twitter, which I know is not the best barometer sometimes, but everyone was, was furious at the Wolves' performance on Saturday night, which I was a bit surprised at because, you know, hang on, Newcastle are, the, Newcastle are a Premier League team here in all but name. And yes, everyone sees the goals that Gale scores and Richie and whatever, but they're good defensively as well. So once they got the goal, the goal that shouldn't have stood because he shouldn't have been on the pitch, then then they managed to shut it out in the second half and they, were re- and, and they paid Wolves a lot of respect by defending so deeply in their, in their 18-yard box. Um, what do you think? Do you think Wolves, Wolves struggled to break them down? So that you know that Newcastle did a job on Wolves. You move on. I didn't think that they did enough to, to to really push the game, though. Like I say, I think that obviously Newcastle are a more talented squad, and yes, they they will be in the Premier League next year. But I feel like they didn't they didn't make it a big cup atmosphere. They, that that's a game where they need to really go for it. I just felt like it was a bit of a meh game. Yeah, they made they made, they made a flat start. I'll give you that. But like I said. Second half, Newcastle sat so deep, and Wolves haven't got the players apart from Helder Costa, who was doubled up on, you know, to unlock these defences. So that they are going to struggle, and we saw more of that on Tuesday night, which was obviously you know the real disappointing one. Wigan again, similar theme, sat back quite a lot, but obviously throughout the whole game this time, and um, Wolves were clueless really, and <laughs> um, looked a bit naive. A lot of the players out there and the way that they were playing football. Mm. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of really good counter-attacking performances from Wolves this season. That's how they beat Stoke and Liverpool. They, they sat deep, uh, same as Sheffield Wednesday as well actually, and, and a couple of others. They sat deep, they soak up the pressure and they hit them on the break with pace through Costa, Vyman, Cavalero, Dicko, uh, and then you've got Edwards arriving late in the box as well. It's, uh, that's, that's the plan A, this works really well. But in the last three games against Burton, against Wigan and to a lesser extent against Newcastle, um, teams have sat back and said, Wolves, you know, to Wolves, what have you got? Mm. Um, and they haven't they haven't got the players maybe necessarily but certainly not um, they're certainly not the way they've been set up by Lambert to, to, to dominate teams and play through them um, and play the channels and not go long ball so th- they've struggled with a plan B now do you know what Lambert's been in the job three months He's, if, if he was going to perfect two tactical game plans by now he'd be a football genius Yeah. so it, it is hard it's something they haven't had to come up against much this season teams, teams defending against them are sitting deep but They've got to come up with a way to, to play through it because otherwise that's all teams will do at Molyneux. Four defeats in five, though. Mm. I mean, Villa Villa having their struggles themselves, but is it is the is the big R? Can can you talk about that? Is 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 that something that's that's potential? You know, a potential here. I don't think they'll go down. You have to talk about it because they're six points off relegation and they're in a they're in a relegation battle. 
Um, I mean, out, out of those games, they were very unlucky to lose at Norwich when Wes Uhlans dived. Again, that's a key moment of the game. Um, but they weren't. They, they, were poor, they were poor at Burton, but still lost to a last-minute last, last minute goal where they could have got a point there. Yeah. Newcastle and Wigan, we've just, we've just discussed. Um, but then they need a victory to get them back on track. Like, like I've already said uh, this week, if they get towards the end of March and April in the same position, that's when it becomes precarious. Because yeah. that's when, with a bit of luck against you, you're suddenly in the drop zone and extremely, extremely difficult to get out. So they need the win sooner rather than later. Blues and Huddersfield at home, very tough opportunities. But yeah, they've got to... Um, I mean, Blues, blues they should win. Start, but they've got to start the scoring goals again. That's the problem at the moment. And I mean the strikers. We've talked about the struggles, of course, but it's just never ending, is it? I mean, they need to score one of the, one I of the Dicko and Bonnarsson. I feel Bonnarsson. sorry for him though. Like the, you know, the record the record's awful for both of them. And yes, yes, they've got to accept a large uh, part of the blame for that. But Tuesday night, mm. I mean, so, you know, some uh, statistics website put a stat up. Bonnarsson lost. I think it was twenty seven aerial duels. That's the most that any player has lost in a championship game for four years. Wow, I didn't see that. Surprising that. Um, 27 aerial duels. But do you know what? He, do you know? <laughs> yes, yes, he's got a yes, he's got to take take blame for not winning maybe enough headers. But he was up against a six foot seven defender, mm-hmm. six foot seven Dan Byrne. So you've got you've got to question the midfield and and the, and the defenders and everybody else. Why are you chucking balls at his head when twenty seven times he's lost he's lost lost possession? Yeah. So I feel, I feel sorry for him, and he's he's constantly having to do that. And then he's trying to bring in players around him, and the the delivery into the box is awful. The service is awful. He's got scraps to feed off. So yes, he should have scored a goal mm. by now, but he's not like he's missed many chances. I feel, I feel I feel sorry for him. Well, hopefully it can only get better for Wolves in the league. Turts, you know, from you <coughs> from the outside looking in, are you surprised with obviously all the clamour in the summer and all these big signings that they're actually in the position that they're in? I think it it was a big struggle really over the last few weeks. Naturally, you've had it where. Uh, the Wolves are, 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 are seemingly not been able to find any sort of consistency, be it at Molyneux or away. And I think that there's just been a big struggle um, to, to, to just gel all the signings that have come through over recent uh, months. And I don't know, Lambert's just facing a bit of an uphill battle, battle, battle at the moment, sadly. It's just time. It's just time, which supporters don't have a lot of these days. And, you know, fair enough with all the money that Wolves have spent. But he's still only, I think, 15 or 16 games into, into, his, into his time at Wolves, which is nothing. And Zenger had the same amount of time and mm-hmm. had a similar record, and, and he didn't have long enough either. So, in needs a summer, and we, we judge we judge him next season. But you know, the, the 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 plan will be for Wolves. Yes, hopefully they cause a great upset this weekend and continue their FA Cup. But otherwise, you need a couple of league wins on the board as soon as possible, and then you start looking mm-hmm. for next season. And you play Conor and week in week out, and Morgan Gibbs White and Brian Bakari <clears throat> that, and others. That, that's ben what Marshall, I was going to. You know, yeah, I think that's what I was. I was going to say like. Conor Ronan, an amazing prospect. You know, Brandon McCarry has obviously got loads to give, but whether you can have both of them in the same side when you are battling in a relegation scrap, I don't think you can. I don't think you can have either of them, to be honest. I think you probably need some more senior players to stand up and be counted. We well, say that, but Ronan was the one that standing up. Ronan was the one that uh, put the senior players to shame the other night. Mm. He was the one driving Wolves on. He was the one winning tackles and playing quick passes. No one else was doing that. So, I... Th- well, you, you know my feelings on the lad. So. <laughs> I've made it quite clear, but he's got, he's got the temperament, and you know what? And, and, until he shows otherwise, keep him in the team. Happy days, thanks, gents. Enjoyed that. Um, okay, let's move on to one of my favourite segments of the show. Um, something that we have got some some vital information this week regarding it. Um, it's time for. It's Lambert Watch! It's Lambert Watch! Ricky! It's beautifully timed. Ricky! I'm getting getting less enthusiasm for this this segment. Why? Why? You know why. So, Cardiff City, two goals to get for Ricky Lambert for free Costa Coffees for Mr. Tim Spears and the studio guest throughout the whole of next season. Otherwise, Mr. N. Judah fills up on his Americanos medium with some steamed soy for at least 38 podcasts, costing Tim probably in the region of about £100. I think we're going fortnightly for the podcast. Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, Cardiff City, all joking aside, Neil Warnock, two huge wins... Going to Leeds and winning 2-0 on road, and then going to Pride Park. Is it called Pride Park still? 
Derby? Nah, somewhere else. Oh, Something God. else, yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Like 3-3, go win 4-3 there. Unbelievable two results. Um, Ricky, our famous Ricky Lambert, one of the worst players ever to, to grace West Brom and um, oh. literally just a standing a standing monument, almost like he'd been turned to, to stone by a Medusa um, during his time with the Hawthorns, I think. Um, I can't see him oh, scoring. That was when he was sitting down. Yeah. Literally. Literally. <laughs> How long did you think of that line? No, I should have just come up with it now. Not, not written down in notes. Bring, but in, bring in Medusa into this podcast. That's a, that's a new one. Greek mythology, you know what I mean? Private school. Know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Harry. Um, so, 2 0 win at Ellen Road. Ricky Lambert on the bench and did come on, made an appearance, um, four minute cameo, um, which he looked very bright apparently. <laughs> <laughs> before the game finished. Um, so on the back of that four-minute appearance, um, Neil Warnock was, was that impressed that he left him out of his 16 uh, against Derby, of which there was a penalty that, that, uh, that Cardiff scored. Um, unfortunately, he was watching from the stands and the buffet was excellent in the players' box. Uh, Ricky Lambert still two goals and we are waiting. He can't play two games in a week. That's why I didn't play him on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, Ricky... When, I've, when got, I've got nothing, mate. I've got nothing. You've got nothing, have you? I've you got, got to meet defeat. You, you love. I'm not going to admit defeat. I, I, I keep telling you, the script is written. Wolves play Cardiff at Molyneux in yeah. April. That's that's when he that's when he bags his two, and that's when he sticks his things up to you. Shows two. Shows two. It's a big surge coming in the second half of the season. I feel the guys bubbling up nicely now. It's coming the, through. The problem. The problem. And I tell you what, I'm going to do. I'm going to go back in the podcast and remember. I think it was podcast one or two that we made this bet, and the abuse that I got for making that bet. Oh, but your hand off, yeah, no problem. I'll just be, we'll be playing that over, over the airwaves. So, yeah, I'm very happy with the situation that I'm in, and, and, and screw you, basically, for, for giving me so much stick when he scored two. I'd, I'd keep quiet if I were you, it's not oh, over yet. Dear. Oh, yeah, it's over. It's over. It's over. Anyway, let's go back to Wolves. Uh, Saturday, 5.30 kickoff, live on BT Sport. It is. And, of course, did all right on BT Sport last time. What a huge game. Chelsea coming to town. How excited are you on a scale of 1 to 10? Spears. Ooh, you know, I'm getting there today. I've been writing a lot about the match this morning. I'm, I'm Eight-page supplement, apparently. Eight-page supplement. <laughs> Plug. By, Plug. By, your, by your Express and Star Friday. Uh, yeah, it's it's probably it's the biggest game since I started doing this job. Yeah, I for sure. Thought, last eighteen months. Well, basically, Both Premier League job. champions coming to to town, right? Yeah, first time they can make the quarterfinals since two thousand three. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's, it's it's the toughest draw, obviously by a mile. Well, by eight points, because um, that's their lead at the top of the Premier League. But yeah, fantastic occasion. The the fact Monu's first sellout since two thousand fourteen, which is great. They may they may sneak their biggest home crowd since 1981. Wow! What a sneak! Statting out. That it, it's probably going to fall slightly short just because of segregation. Of but, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it'd be very it'd be very close. Are we touching 30 then? Are we? Is that is We're that touching the 30. touching 30? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah Moisturiser. So if, if they, I think if they get 30,200, it'll be the biggest since 1981. Okay. But it's yeah, it's, it's either going to be just just below or just above, it's just above thirty on the dot. So, I mean, the fans have been up and down. I mean, I hate to use the the word roller coaster this season, but when you look back at, at Wolves' season, it is just bizarre. It just gets it goes. I wouldn't be surprised if they go and get a draw or, or do something ridiculous just because of the way the season's going. How you lose to Wigan and then you'll go and, you know draw against the champions because that's the way yeah. the season's going. Well, do you know what? In a weird way, I wish they were playing away from home because you know as we've just discussed, they're they're they're, they're playing quite well away from home and it's more suited to their style. Molyneux pitch is a bit smaller. Um, be good to see a Premier League ground as well, wouldn't it? <laughs> so unnecessary. <laughs> so unnecessary. The little look on his face. I wish people could see that. Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what team. I'm sure we'll discuss it in a minute. But what mm -hmm. team Chelsea put out? I think they rested a few for the last game. A couple of reports this week that they are going to rest some of their regulars. It's not going to be the same as if Liverpool did that because they, you know, they brought in a load of kids. Chelsea squad is obviously a lot stronger. No but Champions League to worry about. No Champions League to worry about. No, no Premier League to worry about. Really, let's mm. be honest. They're uh, they're coasting. Well, I mean, yeah, two, you know, two against Burnley. Yeah, so. but they've got no games in midweek either side of this either. So they've got a full week's rest. So, but it, well, I, I say I say it'd be good for Wolves to be away from, but fantastic for it to be at Molyneux. Big big sellout. One of the biggest games at Molyneux, you know, since since they won the League One title, which is obviously far less distinguished competition. <laughs> uh, so. Um, 
So we'll see how they get on. I just hope they don't freeze and I hope they don't concede an early goal. Fans, I mean, they snapped the tickets up pretty quickly, didn't they? Yeah, they sold, um, well, they went on general sale last Saturday. 7,000 were left and they all went within a few hours. I mean, it's fantastic. Great. I mean, it oh, yeah, should oh, be. Oh, you wouldn't believe the amount of times we've been asked for a ticket. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm Mr. Quite, quite tempted to sell to you to see, to be honest, <laughs> to the sell, highest bidder. Sell, sell away, sell away. Uh, so you spoke to Paul Lambert. Uh, what did he have to say about, about the game? Was he, obviously, was post-Wigan, but was he in better spirits? Has he had time yeah, he to... was. He, you know, graciously granted me a, a one-on-one on Wednesday, you know, less than 24 hours after the Wigan game. Well, it was is... Valentine's on the, the day before, yeah. so nice to get a one-on-one. <laughs> no, very very kind of him. Not, not a lot of managers would do that, to be honest. But um, he was in good spirits. You know, he said... Um, I said, how do you, because you know, I think everyone's feeling pretty down on Tuesday night mm-hmm. um, and Wednesday morning. I said, you know, how do you get yourself up for it? Because everyone looks to you to to, to raise ride the raise the spirit levels, rally the troops, etc. And he said, one of the best the best advice he ever had in management was from um, Omar Hitzfeld, who he's good friends with, who said, after a defeat, you analyse it for twenty four hours and then you move on, because otherwise you just eats away at you. There's no point. No point looking at it any longer than that. You know, you, you rewatch the game, you talk about it with your players, and then you move on. I mm-hmm. think that's the best attitude to have. So he's not that not that the players are going to need lifting or motivating. You know, for this game, for some of them, it's the biggest game of their careers. You know, Lee Evans said that the other day, biggest game of his career. I'm sure you could say it for a number of them. So they won't need lifting, they won't need motivating. Um, and Lambert, he's he's excited. He's looking forward to it. It's you know, big game for him. Huge game for him, and really big game, and you know. Back in back in kind of the national spotlight for him again. Back but, in the big time. But he's you know he's really enjoying himself at Wolves. He, he sees sees a really exciting bigger picture and a long term future. So um, he's happy with things are going. He wants to show his team off, I suppose. Show his team off. What will be that team? Obviously, that's the big question. There's been so much turnaround of players, not not just in the league, but but a completely different you know, side in the cup. Where do you see it going? I mean, a lot of the players in, in the last. Seven days or so, I haven't really done themselves justice to, to, no. to stake a claim. No, and, and interestingly, the squad rotation has coincided with, with the poor run of form, but also interestingly, he, say, he said to me yesterday that um, Tuesday's game has no impact on his team for Chelsea whatsoever. He said he, he already basically knows his team, I think he knew before Wigan, which is why we saw a few players rested. Um, he's, he's had a few cup players. Mm-hmm. Uh, in inverted commas, uh, I think I think we'll see them come back in. George Savile, Courtney Hawes. So, I think I, th- I think I think that I think we could probably give a good stab at the team. To be honest, Would you well, like well, let's 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 go through one to eleven. Why not? So Akimi, Harry Bagot. Yeah, go <laughs> so you'll have Akimi in goal. I think Cody will be a right back. He was rested the other night. Mm-hmm. Formation, please, Tim. Uh, I would have thought they'd stick with four two three one. He hasn't deviated from that for a little while now. So Doxy a bit left back as always. Yeah, but worst worst game for him I've seen for a long time. He was poor. He was poor. He misses Caballero ahead of him, I think. There, good yeah, little yeah. Com- combination. But um, so anyway, he'll be at left back. Courtney Hawes will, will play as well. I would have thought. Oh, it's the big one. So the, yeah, the big one is is whether it's Mike Williamson who played for the under twenty threes last night or Richard Stearman. Both have played. Not Danny Bart. We're not considering Danny I Bart. Don't, I don't. You can't consider the captain. Well, I. I <laughs> well, sorry, Danny. He's, no, not, he's not even in consideration. He'd be in my team, but this is a this is a predicted eleven, isn't it? Nice, nice, nice pull back that. And he hasn't played in the cup so far. He played Williamson with Hawes at Stoke mm-hmm. and Stearman with Hawes at Liverpool because Williamson was injured. It's going to be a tough. Surely this that's his toughest decision you'd have thought. Maybe I think you go with Stearman. You do because Williamson played last last night against uh, Stoke in the under twenty threes. Full full ninety so, or. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I think if he wanted him, if he was going to play against Chelsea, he would have protected him and not played him. Sure, because um, he was on the bench. And you can't say that he gave him ninety minutes to build up his fitness because at Stoke he came in completely out of the blue after a year out. Okay. So, looking at it that way, I think Steam will start uh, midfield. That's the other tough one for me. I think um, I think George Savile will come in, but it's whether it's Lee Evans or Jack Price alongside him. It's been Evans and Savile in both cup games. Evans had a poor game the other night. Yes, that he was. That yeah, hasn't was affected poor. Lambert's thinking, you know, in his own words. Mm-hmm. And in fact, he praised Lee Evans for saying, despite having a bad game, he still didn't shy away from wanting the ball. True, which is true. And signed a new contract recently signed as well. Signed a new contract recently as well. So, I think we'll probably go with Evans because uh, Price went off a concussion against Newcastle as well. So, might be a, that might be a doubt. Evans and Price, Chelsea fans will know that duo very well. Evans and Savile. Oh, Savile, sorry, yeah. Unlucky. No. Oh. Still. Savile used to play for Chelsea. 
Oh, did he? Yeah, signed from Chelsea for, I know for I did. a million, 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 million pounds. Really? Yeah. When, what year? 13, 13, oh, right. 14, maybe. Did he make any appearances for Chelsea? I don't believe so. Oh. Okay. And then further ahead, Costa, surprisingly, he's played two 90 minutes, I think, yep. uh, in the last week. I don't think he was subbed against Newcastle, correct me if I'm wrong, but it wasn't against Wigan. So um, two 90 minutes for him, but you can't see him not starting. No, of course not. Vyman on the left. Mm-hmm. I think if Dicko is over his hamstring problems, he'll be up front. How was the severity of that hamstring? Is it? Uh, I think they said he could have played on Tuesday night, but it would have risked aggravating it. Okay. So fingers crossed, he'll be okay. Because I think I think he'll be important. <clears throat> and body front. to come off the bench. And body to come off the bench. I think that's how they'll do it. And then in the ten, I wouldn't drop right in a Bakari. I think I think he's he's had his probably his best two games, his last two games. I think he's I think he's on the verge of doing something special. To be honest, you don't agree. You've got that furrowed brow, <laughs> but. Um, his footwork on Tuesday was incredible. The way so they... where's Dave Edwards then? Dave Edwards. Oh, yeah, Dave Edwards. Sorry. It's a good job you're here, isn't it? Come on, I, man. No, you don't have that look on your face. It's like, eh? Um, He'll play Dave Edwards and, and, and surely ahead of Bright. I mean, he, he didn't play him at Stoke. Unless he play, unless they take, you take one of um, one of Savile out and, and Evans. No, he's not going to do that. I don't think so. I think well, that'll, be, that'll be a key clue as to his tactics then, won't it, really? Because if he plays Evans, he knows he's... If you play Edwards in the ten, he's going to sit back and defend. If he goes with Bright, it shows that it shows a more attacking approach. Mm-hmm. I think it probably Edwards. Um, Good job you mentioned him. To be honest. Yeah, well, you know, but I'll set you right sometimes. So there Le- you go. Learning. Um, and Chelsea, uh, a couple of players rested, two or three players rested, but on the whole, pretty strong. Yeah, I mean, the, looking at their Brentford team, it was pretty pretty strong. Um, I say about five or six regulars were in the team against Brentford in the last round. They beat him comfortably at home. So I think David Luiz is the one that's going to miss out. He's think he's been carrying a knock, so they say he's definitely going to be arrested. Sideshow Bob. Um, Evening Standard were reporting that um, Zuma and Nathan Ake would come in as well in place of Gary Cahill and Alonso. Okay. Which would be fantastic news for us because Alonso's been tearing it up so far. And then. Um, Diego Costa was resting in the last round as well, and they played Batshuayi up front. Diego, Diego. So, I think I think they'll I think they'll play more regulars than they did against Brentford. <clears throat> it's difficult to predict an eleven, to be honest. Okay, so you're not going to. It's, it's, there's probably no point. I mean, mm. you, you know, you need a Chelsea expert on here. I'd have ducked it. That's what? Yeah. <laughs> what about John Terry? Do you think he's got? A chance? Oh yeah, John Terry. So they shout. Suggest that he'll come in for um, David Luiz. That's the suggestion. I mean, Wolves are going to have to. Start strong, aren't they? And press because the last thing they want to do is concede early. Stating the obvious, but do you know what I mean? Well, that's that's the that's the disastrous thing because then they have to start opening up, and that's when Chelsea will kill you because Chelsea like playing on the counter attack mm-hmm. as well. So, it, what do you I, think will be their approach? I, I, hopefully, it's not boring. Hopefully, you know both teams are kind of you know uh, jabbing away at each other because, like I said, Chelsea do do prefer that kind of style mm-hmm. as well. Um, but the onus is on Chelsea and the expect expectancy is on Chelsea to attack. So, like I say. The first twenty minutes will be absolutely crucial. And and on the bench to, to to come off the bench, you're looking at someone like a Bod Varson from last time, who was fantastic cameo, probably the best we've seen him for for months really at Liverpool, and he was only twenty minutes or so, but he was great. And and options on the bench for for Wolves, I assume, will be the rest of them. Yeah, and then well, yeah, that's right. And then uh, <laughs> uh, Jack Price as well would be another one if he doesn't start. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, we've been talking a lot about Ronan today and how fantastic he is, but I'm not sure this is the game for him because Wolves won't see a lot of the ball. They'll be sitting back and doing a lot of defending. So does so, Sace, Roman Sace, is he, is he, would he be back on the bench? I mean, what's the latest with him? An interesting uh, article today. Interesting um, interesting tweets about that this week. Roman Sace is getting a lot of love, <laughs> uh, despite not playing well for about three months. Um, Lama just doesn't fancy him. He's, he's fifth in the pecking order, or maybe even lower for a wow. midfield place. So, yeah, I, I don't think we'll see much more of him. The fact he wasn't on the bench the other night, mm. with Jack Price injured, just says a lot, really. 5.30 kick-off. Uh, we will be there, myself and Tim. Make sure you uh, log on to expressandstyle.com. We'll have plenty of pre- and post-match stuff on that one. It's time now for... Abuse of the Week. Abuse oh. of the Week. Sponsored by Tim Spears' tweets. Now, we got a little bit of abuse this week, but I don't think I'm going to say much of it at all because... Tim Spears, you've got enough abuse this week to, to last us the rest of the season. You, go, I you, mean, go, you guys go first, that's fine. 
Um, any abuse? Of, well, I got it wasn't really abuse of the week, but it was probably Photoshop of the week this week because um, one of our friends, um, um, Simon says Yao, oh, that did guy. that guy <laughs> who loves a Photoshop. I think he did a very interesting one, which we won't we won't um, talk too much about. Norwich um, changing one of your your laptop screens. Um, I think <laughs> a picture oh, back yeah. at Norwich. We did we that certain indecent image. We did. We always do mean Tim do a little picture with um, a, a crazy duo. Um, I think we were who were we on on Tuesday night? Oh, it was Valentine's. It was it Rose was and Jack, uh, Jack Rose, yeah. from Titanic. So um, yeah, Tim left his laptop open um, at Norwich and. Um, Apparently, superimposed an image. He superimposed an image of some pornography that he was watching, which I promise you was not the case um, at Carrow Road. He did me as Deirdre the other day when all this Newcastle stuff <laughs> broke on Twitter and everyone was giving me abuse. Someone said, "Oh, free spears." So he did me as uh, Deirdre. Oh, from brilliant, Deirdre Barlow. The Wolverhampton one. I like that. He is very, very good, and um, he did one of um, of us um, with Clark Kent and Lois Lane, which was um, which was quite a good one as well uh, this week, which we did enjoy. So, so we do enjoy him, um, and he, I think this Photoshop shows a little. A bit of effort, I think. We appreciate a decent Photoshop, don't we? Oh, he's hilarious. Yeah. I would never follow him. Because no. The kind of stuff he retweets <laughs> is not safe for work. But no, he's funny. He's, he's a funny guy. Um, Turks, any, any abuse of the week from your point of view? Like I said, I'm, I'm really loved in the city of Wolverhampton, to be honest. <laughs> you know, people are appreciating uh, everything that I'm doing. So literally, you know, the, the streets are paved with gold. <laughs> Whether it's all gold and black, I don't know. But, oh, uh, but no, I can't compete with what you've got coming up. Here we go. So... Set, setting the scene, Wolves versus Newcastle. I'll leave it to you, Mr. Tim Spears. Uh, well, Sh- Shelby got a little bit of stick, but not a, for God's sake, I've heard ten times worse. Get, 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 get Danny Mills on this programme and ask him about abuse, or Lee Hughes, or, or Ma- Michael McKindo. Get him on here and ask about the stick they get from Wolves fans. Honestly, he had a couple of chants. Uh, John Joe Shelby, you're a racist. I think that was one. John Joe Shelby, you're a banker. I think that was one. Yeah. Um, oh, was that the same guy who was having a go at me last <laughs> yeah, week? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So really, nothing. To, I mean, you know, I'm not. I'm Just not, I'm not. I'm not justifying twenty thousand fans uh, shouting abuse at one player. But come on, mm-hmm. we're all we're all we're all grown up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, some of us, Judah. Yeah. Um, so it really wasn't that bad. Benitez asked about how Shelby handled the occasion afterwards. Rafa Benitez, Newcastle manager, and for some reason, I still don't, I still don't know why. He said, oh, the FA should have a look at what the Wolves fans were saying. Um, interesting. Literally, interesting, yeah. Literally, uh, basically calling for an investigation into what into what they were singing. Now, whether he heard something that nobody else did, which for Rafa Benitez, you wouldn't put it past him, the voices in his head. Um, I don't know, but it was very bizarre. Anyway, he reiterated the comments on... Monday morning at his press conference, so it wasn't like it was said in the heat at the moment. Sure. Also, Lascelles, the captain, Newcastle captain, came out afterwards, and he's and um, I watched him being interviewed actually, and he said that John Joe Shelby should never have been banned in the first place. He was like, it's unbelievable what happened to him. He's not that kind of guy. Um, what a uh, joke! All the players would. Could you the, say that? The, the players were telling Shelby to go out and embarrass Wolves, uh, and he was suggesting, oh, if the Wolves players try and wind you up again, don't rise to it. Just incre- oh, incredibly embarrassing. No matter what what your opinion is, he believing that? Is when, he believing whether that? you think he said it or not, for a captain to come out and say that is so irresponsible. Pathetic. Such a sensitive matter as well. He's been found guilty of racist abuse. He's been banned for five games, which Newcastle didn't appeal. Mm-hmm. He's, been, he's been fined under grand. Suck it up and move on. Yeah, but you know, don't come out on the on the, on the offensive. Well, I was getting a bit of, get a, getting a bit of stick for keeping this issue going this week, but it's bloody Newcastle who've done it. It was it was over. You know, Shelby had a bit of a dig, blowing a kiss at the mm. Wolves fans after the game. But apart from that, he didn't do anything. I'm just stoking the fire, weren't they? Really, always. Exactly. So unnecessarily. So anyway. So here we go. From all that, I put out tweets. Bear, say, bear, say this was a two-hour podcast. Bear, <laughs> bear in mind what the captain and the manager had said. I said in his tweet, Newcastle have shown breathtaking arrogance and ignorance over the Shelby saga. Real lack of class. The guy was found guilty of racist abuse. Here we go. So do you know what, right? Do you know what? If uh, if um, if the Newcastle Chronicle reporter said Wolves were ignorant and arrogant, then Wolves fans would give him a load of sticks. So, yeah. So you knew a bit was going to come. One hundred percent. Yeah, I wasn't, exp- <laughs> I wasn't expecting the one hundred and fifty-four replies. Oh, one hundred fifty-four. My notifications on Monday. Fantastic. My God. Lovely. My God. But um, right, where do we start? Are you <laughs> effing for real? There was about ten stories to this racism one, and yet nothing in the referee's report. 
Who's this Tosspot Spears? Oh, fair do. That's fair Rob, comment. Robbie, nice. And Judas Star. <laughs> uh, breathtaking arrogance. Go and have a lie down, you hysterical prat. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nice word with prat. Yeah. Um, nice line from W3BRU. That's catchy. Yeah. Your wife not giving you enough attention oh. lately, mate? Oh, oh decent. Um, what the wife jokes? Craig Morton. Abused about his alopecia by your fans, then told some... Rubbish player to speak English, not racist, you effing snowflake. Oh, 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 oh this is unbelievable. He's hurting me as oh, well. Uh, he didn't appeal it, but he had his own hearing to sell his side of the story. No wonder you work for the star. Hashtag. T I T. Can I spell it out? A uh, blue. <laughs> yeah, blue tit. That's it. Hashtag yeah. blue tit. Uh, you're just but hurt your team got beat. Move on with your life. Move on. Move Says on with Lee. your. Move on with your life, Lee. Um, shut. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no editing, please. Uh, S star star T. What's, yeah. what's another word for that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Twit. Wit. Yeah. We'll, we'll say face for this. <laughs> yeah. Shut your, shut your face, you four-eyed yam yam nonce. Wow. <laughs> nonce, nonce spelt with an S, by the way, so I had to correct him. This is fantastic. Uh, Stephen Foster just shows your breathtaking stupidity with comments like that. Typical D head Wolves fan. Oh, cheers, Stephen. Oh. I can't accept defeat. Right. Right. Uh, another good one. You look like Postman Pat. Oh, decent. What? With your black and white cat? Am I your cat then? Am I? That was from Chris with a K. Oh. Um, With a K. Nice, yeah, you Chris. Like you spell your name wrong, Chris. Oh, 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 uh, oh Flynn, wow. Can't, can't hear you from the bottom of the league, you nonce. Oh, a lot of nonces going on. A lot of nonces. Um, a lot of nonces it's, around it's not this nonce week. bigger yeah. than Northeast, is it, in uh, Tyneside? And the best one, which I tweeted out, Here we was, go. I bet you're a left-wing Remainer as oh. well. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> bit, of, uh, bit of political abuse there. I like that. Um, there, was, there, was, there was lots more. There was lots, lots more. If, if you want to <clears throat> have a look at that tweet, I think mm -hmm. it's from Monday morning, just have a look at the replies. It's good comedy. Top draw. Thoroughly enjoy that. Uh, well, and I'm glad that you've got a thicker skin this season as well, or, or as the season's developed, because otherwise I think you might have been out the door. <laughs> no, I actually found it quite funny. No, very, very good. Um, enjoyed that. Um, We've got, we're running out of time in a little bit. We're a bit, so we did have, um, there were some questions that came into us this week. We're going to have to leave them until next week. Reese, I'm sorry, great question. We will bring it up next week, I oh, promise yeah, you. One. Yeah, but it's one we, it's one we can we, talk about next yeah, week. Yeah, so it's not, it's not going to get old. So we'll, we'll talk about that next week and give it the time it deserves. Um, Tim, where are we massive in this week? Massive Where in. are we massive in? Massive in. Massive in. Uh, we had a big week everywhere, really. Uh, of course. 3,300 people, not, not including iTunes listeners. Is that so our second biggest one ever? Second biggest one ever. Took the time to listen to our little old podcast. Oh, yeah. Including 107 in America. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's what Ooh. I thought. That's what I thought. Uh, 76 in Australia. Decent. Yeah. Uh, we had a particularly big week in Norway. This Norway, week. Norway, oh, nice. Norwege. Oslo. Near Germany, is it Norway? Yeah, Norway. <laughs> South Africa. Uh, with 21 players this week. Decent. And we've yet to really crack this market. It's not necessarily a new country. The Scandinavian market. But no, this next one. Okay. We've had, we've had a good week in India. Oh, week. nice, nice. Bombay. Huge potential in India. Huge, there's, massive. There's a, there's a few people over there. Indian Super League. I know a couple of people who play in the Indian Super League. I know what he used to play there. Oh, really? Duncan's Nazar. Oh, What a night Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, anyway, yeah, the new one this week, we have made it yeah. somewhere new. Oh, somewhere brand new. Somewhere brand new. Oh, my right. goodness. Okay. We're okay. massive in Albania. Albania! Oh, yes. yes, we're big in Albania. Or the Republic of Albania, as it's otherwise known. Excellent news. Tell um, us about Albania, Tim. Well, I, I, well, you probably know already, but it's a sovereign state in Southeast Europe. Oh, obviously. Um, with a population of, any guesses? Um, I'm going to say 1.3 million. 500,000. 3 million. Oh, wow. come on. Give credit, the Albanians. Uh, capital? Um, Albany. <laughs> <laughs> Albania. I can't, I can't, no. no, it's probably our best of uh, Tirana. Oh, Tirana, oh. of course, yeah, yeah. Bordered by? Um... Iran. 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 Come on. Saudi Arabia. Are you kidding? Uzbekistan. <laughs> Lithuania. It's in Europe, you idiot. Go on. Uh, bordered by Montenegro, 
Oh, Macedonia yeah. and Greece. Croatia? Some great countries there. Okay. Um, a lot of animals in Albania. I'm sure there are. Uh, they've got lynxes there. Lynx. Oh, lynx. nice. Well, Africa. Java. Link, uh, lynx eye. <laughs> What's the plural of lynxes? Lynxes. Lynx. Is that like a small deer lynx, isn't it? Or is it like a bit of a lynx? Deer. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It's like a gazelle lynx it's kind of thing. It's a uh, jaguar, isn't it? Something like that. Oh, is it? Big cat. Oh, okay. Go on. Okay. All right. Only known lynx Apollo for about <laughs> 20 years ago. Uh, they've got their own golden eagles as well. Right. Uh, and Albanian horses. Albanian horses, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, what language do they speak in Albania? Oh, and the obvious is um, no, I can't say Albanian, but I'm going to yeah, say I'm going to say Albanian. Yeah. Um, um, Croatian. No, Judith's got it. Albanian. Yes. <laughs> Come on, baby. Just wanted to see me, uh, the turn in beyond well, the. I thought you both say something somewhat ridiculous and outlandish, but no, okay. you've got it. Uh, Alan Wolf's been on again. Oh, Alan. God, I love him. Um, so, we, so he's coming on. He is coming on, definitely. Yeah, we, well, when? We, we need to sort the particulars. Right. But he's, I think he's around around April Fool's Day, I think, for the Cardiff game. For the big well, of course he's around April Fool's Day. He's not going to turn up. We're going to have one person on the podcast. <laughs> it's going to be me doing, uh, doing an hour. He says, I'll be the guest star. Oh, will he? Guest star? Bigging, bigging his role up? Of course he will. Okay. Um, I'm not, I don't understand this. Um, I guess I'll bring my own Chinese quiz with me. Right. A short one, so Nathan has time for his two. Chinese oh. quiz? Oh. No. 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 I'll Google Chinese quiz. Yeah. She's got a lot of questions about China, so <laughs> not really sure what that means. No, I don't know. But a bit of clarification, please, Alan. Would, would, be, would be great. Um, cities banter this week. Hit me. Let's have a guess. A uh, big one in Dublin. You know what? Ireland. <laughs> yeah, very good. Um, no, there wasn't not many new cities on the on oh, okay. list this week, but okay. we, have, we have made it big in some, some glamour hotspot, hotspots this week. Uh, Blackpool, Grimsby and Stockport. Oh, That's hello. Yeah. Done well there. Yeah. Um, we've also done well in Tarang. 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 T-R-A-N-G. I have heard is, of Tarang. I have heard of Tarang. There's no E in there. Tarang. Is it a Sri Lanka destination place? Is Sri Lanka. Holiday destination will be Okay, wrong. I'm going Indonesia. Thailand. Oh. Good guesses though. Good guesses. Decent guesses. guesses. That's it. Thanks for listening everybody. Thanks for listening everyone. Really appreciate it. Um, you can obviously get in touch with us. Podcast at expressandstar.co.uk and tweet us at es underscore podcast. No, we're saying that. We've had one email in about three No, months. we haven't. We've got yes, plenty. We We've got plenty. We've got plenty of emails and tweets. Um, it's quiz time, everyone. Yay. It's... Are you joking? I want a bit more views other <laughs> than right. that. Go on, say it again. It's quiz time, everyone. Yeah! <laughs> oh, my... Shall I finish this now? Let me hang. Incredible, no, incredible scenes. Okay, here we go. Three quizzes, three different game shows, all pretty quick today. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay. One, two old ones, one new one. We're going to go with the new one first. Ooh. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay, here we go. See if you can remember it. And I wanna play the game with you. Do, do, do. Well, what, what, that is oh, we've got, got a studio audience there yeah. as well. Don't remember the game on there. We're gonna make some pottery. Isn't that what yeah. to do? <laughs> the conveyor belt. Oh, the conveyor belt. It is the conveyor belt in the generation game. Do you remember the conveyor belt? The yeah, famous yeah, conveyor yeah, belt. Yeah. All comes out. You've got to memorize it, and then you get what you're given. Okay. So you've got to memorize <laughs> it. So don't write it down. Obviously, you can't write it down. That will defeat it. So I'm going to give you a West Brom and Wolves related conveyor belt. Okay. <laughs> then you have 30 seconds to remember oh, them, and me. we'll see how many people get. That's the first bit of the quiz. Super. Okay, so you can't write it down. It's, um, quite, it's quite a good idea. Yeah, thank I you like very it, much. Like thank it. you. I like, I like to keep you on your toes. Okay, so who's going to go first? I'm going to say them slowly to you. You only hear them once. I need them very Then you have slow. 30 seconds, okay? So let me just get 30 seconds on my clock watch in a minute. Well, oops, okay. Here we go. So, do you want to go first, Turks? First or yes, second? You're first. the guest. I'll go first. I'll go first. I can't okay. Wait. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Where's my clock? Where's my alarm I clock? I feel the nervous tension. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, are you ready? So, remember, try and remember these. No writing down. Okay. Okay. And on the conveyor belt is okay. Alan Irvine. 
Yeah. The Hawthorns. Yeah. Alan Nyam. Yeah. The Baggy Bird. Yeah. A scarf. It's a cuddly Victor Anichibi. <laughs> Tony Pulis. Tommy Langford. NASA Chadley. Yeah. The Smethic End. Yeah. Ricky! Sir Jeff Hurst. Yeah. Leicester City. Yeah. Saido Berahino. And Tony Bomber Brown. Boom! Okay. The shut. Hurton. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Right. From now. Alan Irvine. One. The Hawthorne. Two. Big Cuddly and a Chibi. Three. Uh, Alan Neon. Four. Um, Smevikend. Five. Um, oh, gosh. 15 seconds. What else do we have? What else do we have? Um, I'm stroking my chin. Five. Five seconds. Um, I'll make it 45. I'll make it 45 seconds. Tony Pulis. Um, uh, yep. Jeff Hurst. Seven. Ten seconds left. Um, oh, gosh. Who else? Who else? Um, how long? Four, three, oh, no. two, one. That's it. That's the end. That's the end. So you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And he's turning. Not, not a bad effort. Not a bad effort. Jeff Hurst. It's Jeff Hurst, yeah. So you missed out on the baggy bird. No, no, Jeff Hurst. But yeah, what's he got to do? What's he got to do without him? So Jeff Hurst. Yeah. He's played for him, did he? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna move on. Move on. Yeah, yeah move on. Um, so the baggy bird scarf you missed out on. Yeah. Tommy Langford. Oh, the boxing. NASA Chadley. Yeah. It's some of some of them are some of them are away from. It's just mainly mainly West Brom. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. NASA Chadley. Ricky, you missed Ricky. Oh gosh. Ricky, how can you miss Ricky? Leicester City, Saido Berahino and Tony Bomber Brown. How could I forget? Okay, but seven. Seven's not a bad start. Yeah, that's good considering my last appearance. Yeah. Really, to be yeah, honest. yeah, yeah. Are we ready? Tim Spears. Okay, here we go. <coughs> These are your okay. conveyor belt. Generation game conveyor belt. Mr. Tim Spears. Walter Zenga. The Jack Harris stand. Matt Doherty. Corner flag. Billy Wright. A football rattle. It's a cuddly Kenny jacket. Costa Coffee. Anfield. Steve Bull. Molyneux. Stoke City. Dave Edwards. Compton Park. And Dave Wagstaff. Boom. Okay, Tim. You have got 45 seconds to remember as many as you can. Seven is the number to beat, starting from... Now. Uh, Compton Park. One. Dave Edwards. Two. Steve Bull. Three. Molyneux. Four. Zinger. Five. The Jack Harris stand. Six. Billy Wright. Seven. Matt Doherty. Eight. Corner flag. Nine. Go all the way, baby. You've got 20 seconds. A rattle. Ten. Uh, Impressive. 14 seconds. Anfield. 11. Oh, Costa Coffee. 12. Five seconds. How many more? Uh, you've only got three left. Uh, no. Stop. Very, very oh, good. That's God. excellent news. I'll very good. Down in front of you very, sure. very good. And then you, you missed out on Dame Wagstaff, <laughs> Stoke City. Yeah. And how can you miss out on a, a cuddly Kenny jacket? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. So 1 0 in games to Mr. Tim Spears. Here we go. Second quiz is. Da, 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 da. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, hold fire there. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, yeah. I do like this. I will get my money out of this if it doesn't kill me first. It's Family Fortunes. I think you're your debut on Family Fortunes, Andrew Turton. So we have. We have the famous buzzer. Okay. Here we go. Ba 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 ba. 
Let me, I'm just thinking what the last quiz was. Oh, yeah, okay, here we go. I, I, hope, I hope someone wins because it's quite a good last one. Just do the same okay. one again. Oh, okay. Um, we asked 100 people to name the top nine scorers for Chelsea this season. Oh, Andrew Turton, the top nine goal scorers, Cup and League okay. combined. Oh, is it Tim? Sorry, it's yeah. Tim. It was Tim. They're both pressed at the same time. Tim Spears, the top nine goal scorers. I'm sure that was me. League Cup, League, FA Cup, all combined. Who was number one? Diego. Di Whoa. Diego. It's the, it's the Costa Derby this weekend, by the way. It is the Costa Derby, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, ting! Top answer, 15 goals this season. That is the top answer, Tim. Would the Spears family like to play or pass? I'll pass that. Ooh. 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 Oh, didn't want to take it on. I didn't want to just... take it on. Okay. Um, is this where you discuss my family and that type of yeah, thing? Yeah, so we'll discuss your family, but we haven't got time for that because oh. we're an hour into the podcast. <laughs> so, um, you've got eight answers on the board now. Okay. And there's some of them are a little bit this tricky. Quite, this is quite doable, actually. I wish I'd done this. Oh, this okay, is... okay. Eight answers on the board. Can you name one of the top eight goal scorers this season for Chelsea? I'm going Edin Hazard. Edin Hazard. Ting! Is number two on the list with ten goals. You, you, you can write stuff down. What's, uh, what's the lowest? Goal the lowest the goal scorer. The joint lowest. Three players on a total of four goals this season. In all competitions. All competitions. Four goals this season. So Diego Costa one. Edin Hazard two. Cesc Fabregas. Cesc Fabregas. Ting. Gets in there with four goals. Cesc Fabregas is in there with four goals. Cesc Fabregas. Three out of three. Uh, I'm going for the main man, Gary Cahill. Gary Cahill. Good one, this. Ting! Woo, 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 woo! You get a prize, Andrew Turner. And you get to go with... Tim Spears to the Chelsea game instead of Andrew to star. Hey! hey, hey. <laughs> 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 oh dear. Um, congratulations, but well, you've got that's a special a, prize, so enjoy that. Money can't buy. Absolutely. You're, you're not working weekend on news this weekend, so you get to go to the Molyneux. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so, yes, so good. You've got uh, five to find. Five to find. You've got all your life finds left. Tension's building a little yeah. bit now. Uh, I'm going to go for... Uh, David Luiz. David Luiz is. He's oh, not there. He's not there. Not. David Luiz not there. So one lifeline gone. You've got one person on nine goals, one on seven, one on five, and two on four goals. Com who is there? Think of the Chelsea squad. I'm Think who it I'm could there. be. Spears looking confident. The Spears I'm family looking. Anti Spears looks very confident, jumping up and down across the way. Uh, I am trying to think of uh, a Chelsea player. What's his name there? Oh gosh, um, I'm going to have to go Kante. Kante, wow, that is an interesting guess and one that's per pretty poor guess. Ooh. Not there, Kante, oh, not there. So you've got one lifeline left. The Spears family have been huddled for a couple of minutes now. And uh, feeling that they're passing is you've passed quite a lot on this game show, and have come to fruition. Are you confident? It's <laughs> good tactic, isn't it? Are you man? confident? At the moment, you think you've got one? I've got, I've, I've got. Oh, he's got, he's got, got multiple. He's got multiple. He's going to go down the line. They're going to have four or five correct answers. They're just going to pick one, just to mock you. Outrageous. Okay, here we go, Turts. Uh, I'm going to have to go for uh, Alonso. Alonso. Yeah. Ting! It's oh, there! Oh, it's there! Oh, oh, listeners, oh. listeners, Judah went, went to press the button there. He, fa he feigned going to the back. Feigned him. Just to get space. Paul he did. In scraped in there with four goals. So there is four to find. <laughs> four to find. Okay. Um, I need to find someone else then. Who yeah. else is in the. Yeah. Um, Who else is in the Chelsea squad? <laughs> I couldn't think of the other guy. It's a pressure. Tets crumbles under pressure, to be fair. I'm really worrying there. Um. Is there like a time I'm worried. Uh, yeah. I'm going to yeah. go for... What's the winger's name that I can't think oh, of? Oh, he's got it. Uh, Vic... Uh, Vic... What's his name? Oh, God, I can't think. Uh, I, can say, I can give you his first name. First name's okay. Go on. Well, he's already said half of it. What is it? What have you said? Victor... Uh, oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Victor Moses. Yeah. It's there. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, it's there. Nice. It's there. Well done. Well done. Well, Victor Moses. Now I know how Hatfield felt trying to give him the answers. Okay. <laughs> three. Three left. Three left. Uh, big three. Third, fourth, and fifth outright. <coughs> I think I'm going to have to pass at this stage. It's oh, unbelievable. Oh, a pass is just it's incredible. Tim Spurs, <laughs> I'm backing a clean sweep here. Should be an easy one for you here. Uh, you've been doing the Chelsea preview, so I'll be devastated if you don't get this. It should be pretty easy for you. What have you got down the line? Uh, Pedro, Willian, and maybe Batshuayi. <laughs> the all three. Oh, Congratulations, God. Tim Spurs. Which one would you like to go with? <laughs> Tim Spears wins the quiz 2-0 to zero. we don't need to go for a third one today we're running out of yeah, time save it for next week we'll save it for next week hopefully you can come back on Andrew Turton hopefully you'll do your homework I'll just tell you the quiz next time <laughs> okay um, so without further ado ladies and gentlemen it comes to the big one there's only one prediction this week there's only one game that matters of course it is Wolverhampton Wanderers Chelsea for a chance to get into the FA Cup quarterfinals one game away from Wembley because the semi-finals are there. Andrew Turton, score predictions. Wolves, Chelsea, please. I think the Wolves will struggle to score. I'm sorry. And I think the big guns of Chelsea would too, be too much. It'll be 3-0 to Chelsea. Oh, 3-0 Chelsea. I think that'd be a few few quid on that, Turts. Yeah, I think uh, about... Grand, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Good luck, good luck going to Molyneux on Saturday, by the way, with those Wolves fans getting in the entrance. Um, okay, I'll go, let, let Tim to go last. Um, so, I think Wolves, just because of the craziness of this season, I think something's going to happen in the game um, that, that will just defy all belief. I'm going to hope that we get a replay, and I'm going to say that, that I'm going to say that it's going to be Wolves 1, Chelsea 1. Wolves go ahead. Chelsea equalise 70th minute and we do this all over again at Stamford Bridge. Wolves won, Chelsea won. And we'll finish off, last word, Mr Tim Spears. Your Middlesbrough supporting mates would be rolling in their graves if they were dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you saying we to Wolves. Well, you started saying it quite a lot Wolves recently. podcast, yeah, yeah. Is that your, is that your we now, is it? It's just me trying to get an extra few followers. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say one on as well. Okay. Um... But I, I remember backing them to beat Liverpool. Is that your head or your heart? Uh, probably more heart than head. Well, no, do you know, I, I, I said they beat Liverpool 2 1. I, I wish I'd put a bit of money on that <laughs> as, as a correct score. Um, I've just got a feeling if Chelsea are going to rest a few players, Wolves get in their faces. We saw we saw Burnley do it last week. Um, I, I, can, I can see them scoring. And I think 1 all as well, yeah. 1 all. So two, two draws and one heavy defeat. Uh, Turts, it's been emotional. It's been a Always. pleasure. Um, thoroughly enjoyed you coming on. I think hopefully you can be a pivotal role in the podcast moving forward. Tim, I'll see you on Saturday. Um, looking forward to it. Guys, thanks for listening. Have a great one. Fingers crossed they can do something. And we'll see you all next week. Take care. Bye-bye.